Hi, folks. This is Mike Callahan. Uh, welcome back. Hope you're continuing to enjoy our, our podcasts. And once again, I want to give a shout out to Jeff Devereaux and uh, No Veteran Left Behind for the support that he continues to provide uh, the podcast and the projects we've got going on. Got a special treat for you today uh, in our virtual studio. Uh, is His name is Colonel Roger Jones. And uh, Colonel Jones uh, was in the Army for many years and uh, had an illustrious career in the Army, but has also now uh, left the Army and is in the civilian world. And uh, he's got a lot of great stories to share with us about what he's done, as well as making that transition and got some good suggestions for, uh, for the, our listeners. So I'll shut up and, and uh, let, let him tell his story. But again, I'm, I'm real happy that he's, he's taken some time to, to meet with us today. And if you would, Colonel, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Well, thanks, Mike, for this opportunity to, to, to join you. I've listened to your podcast and you uh, do a great thing for us uh, you know, veterans uh, you know, and helping out folks transition. Um, I'm Roger Jones or Colonel Roger Jones retired, uh, as Mike said. Um, I currently work for a company called Space Systems as a defense contractor, small business. I'm the, their vice president for mission support. I uh, retired in 2014 out of uh, United States Special Operations Command as a colonel in Special Forces. Had a long career, 28 years, nine months in a, in a day, <laughs> as they would say. Um, enjoyed every minute of it, but before you know it, uh, time flies and it's time to move up and move out and uh, let younger uh, soldiers, sailors, air, air, airmen, and Marines take your place. So. Retired in 2014, I, I uh, started out working for a, a large company, uh, Northrop Grumman, uh, then transitioned to a couple of small companies and then went to work for a, uh, a, a small company called uh, Shine Systems and Technology as a program manager, uh, and then uh, went to work uh, uh, for a, a big company. So I went uh, back and forth small uh, between small and, and large companies. Uh, uh, recent, most recently before coming to Space Systems, I worked for Armor Global, which is a subsidiary of General Dynamics Information Technology as a senior program manager. Uh, so I've managed to, uh, uh, it sounds like I can't keep a job after uh, retirement, but uh, uh, you know, I've managed to move around quite a bit. My wife wants me to be still a little bit and uh, uh, work, <laughs> work for one company. Yeah. That's the way the family feels because uh, uh, after doing one thing for 28 years, you know, for the, for the Army, uh, you know, a, a service member is not really used to moving around a bunch. But uh, each move has been, uh, you know, strategic in nature of uh, kind of doing what I want to do to tap into uh, my talents and potential, I guess. Okay, great. Uh, it's interesting listening to you about the variety of things that you've done and and uh, and you're and you're so right about different kind of environments as well as moving we we did a lot of moving when I was in and then when I left I went to work for EDS and moved all over several locations spent some time down in Latin America and everything. So we've, we've been doing a lot of moving in uh, in my career also. So tell me some of the things in the, that we, when uh, you were making your transition your rotation into civilian life what were some of the challenges you faced? What were some of the aha moments? What, what, tell us a little bit about how that went. Well, I, I would say I, I started early in that, you know, as soon as I made Colonel, um, I thought about, well, this is probably the end of the road for me, even though I had a few more years in, but I thought to myself, I'm probably not going to go any further. Uh, let me, let's think about what's next. Uh, of course, every uh, service member want to think 
uh, there is life after your, your uh, uniform service. And as I uh, did that, I, I did the, I approached it like any uh, military operation. You make, you know, your pros and cons and your, your decision support templates and, you know, like, like any uh, uh, military uh, member does methodically yeah. and uh, try to take emotions out of it, you know, and, and, I thought about doing things with government, with outside of government, and a little bit of everything. You know what makes me happy. Uh, but in building that kind of a, a, a decision support matrix, um, what I really wanted to do was uh, spend some more quality time with family. You know, and not uh, travel as much. And you know what that then became important because kept my wife strung on for a long time, promising that. Hey, there's a light at the end of the tunnel after uh, all of these deployments and, and, and uh, time away from home, et cetera. Um, but, you know, bottom line is you got to prepare yourself before you actually get out. You don't, you know, you know send, a, uh, you know, your, send in your retirement papers and then think about it. You, you think about it, you know, well before time. So I, I would say I gave myself about three years to think about what I wanted to do. Uh, but certainly in, in that, it prepared me mentally as well as physically. Now, mentally is that, that mental adjustment of, uh, okay, I'm no longer Colonel Jones, I'm Roger Jones and, or Mr. Roger Jones. What is, what's Mr. Roger Jones do for a living? Uh, and the physical part of it is, you know, I didn't have to get up every morning at five o'clock and, you know, run and et cetera. Uh, but then I had to physically assess, uh, you know, what did, what did 20 plus years of jumping out of airplanes do to my body? And, you know, you visit the VA and see, you know, what type of uh, condition you're in for post-retirement. But that mental adjustment was there and, you know, and just, uh, just uh, physically, I would say another thing to do is to check in with the VA and, uh, you know, see, uh, you know, what are your benefits, uh, you know, post-retirement. You know, that's also important. Important. And then there's plenty of transition programs that you really need to take advantage of. Uh, TAPS, uh, uh, you know, there at McDill Air Force Base did a wonderful job of helping me, uh, you know, transition to really uh, sit down and do a serious thought process of resume writing and think about my 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 social uh, uh, social uh, media network uh, footprint out there through LinkedIn. Uh, you know, practice up on some interview techniques and uh, you know assess my finances or what it takes you know financially to 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 move on in retirement. Um, and then there's other organizations like uh, Four Block uh, do a wonderful job to help. Uh, uh, people transition. I did not know about Four Block prior, prior to my retirement. I participate with that that uh, organization now as a mentor and coach to help other veterans uh, transition. But uh, organizations like that do a, a fantastic job of uh, assisting uh, guys with uh, uh, their transition. And then also the Honors Foundation does do a wonderful job. But there's many organizations like that that uh, help our veterans uh, or, or potential veterans transitions out, out of the military. For me, TAPS did did it, and uh, I I was able to um, uh, mentally prepare for that life after the uniform. Uh, I, I attended a couple of job fairs, uh, but that really helped me decide what I wanted to do when I when I grow up, so to speak. Um, job fairs, doing things, uh, attending job fairs and doing things outside of the Department of Defense, I, I realized what they were looking for was a, a, a younger uh, candidate uh, that was uh, ready to, I would, I think, grow into, you know, his full potential where I felt that I was uh, at my full potential, you know, it, you know as, a, as a leader. 
probably not as uh, as a businessman or or my knowledge of a particular company, but I you know spent all my military career leading people. So that's what I brought to the table was uh, you know a full uh, repertoire of leadership. Uh, you know to to uh, help them uh, lead people to achieve whatever their goals were. Um, that the the networking part of uh, my transition really came down to uh, my face-to-face or looking at who you know or who you have networked with over over the years of your, your career. And that's how I landed my my real really my first job outside of the of uh, out, out of the uniform. Um, I tell a story in 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 the in the, in the book um, right behind me, the transitioning uh, transition vet, veteran about getting lured out of the military by companies that want you for your um, your position, your knowledge, uh, um, you know, uh, whatever they want you for. I got lured out out of uniform. However, I didn't know enough to really make the full commitment and transition. For example, I worked with a company that uh, talked me into dropping my paperwork, my, my retirement. However, I didn't get a, a uh, contingent offer letter from that company that gave me a, a, a job contingent on them winning a particular contract. That was a tough lesson to learn because uh, the contingent offer letter basically says, hey, contingent on us winning this contract, you will get this job at this salary, period. And that's what, you know, it, it's, I, I took it as a contract. Uh, uh, and, and, but I, I did not have that. And I did not have any education through my formal military education systems to, to know that. Uh, so I took it as a handshake deal that, okay, I'm good. You know, uh, based on you guys winning this contract, you guys are going to hire me. So one morning um, I'd heard that uh, General Dynamics Ordnance and Tactical Systems won a half billion dollar contract to develop the flyer uh, mobility vehicle for special operations. And, you know, I was uh, still in uniform and uh, had signed my retirement. And and, uh, and I remember my wife was still sleep, sleep that morning uh, because I had gotten up, you know, did my daily dozen uh, PT and, you know, getting ready for work. And, and uh, I woke her up ready to high five her and was like, yes, we did it. We did it. Um, so I thought that's, uh, that was my next career. Well, weeks went by, I heard nothing from the company and, uh, I, I then became concerned with, okay, they probably high, uh, are high-fiving each other, but they forgot about me. You know, I did attend a couple of, uh, meetings with them. They gave me a great, you know, dinner one evening, uh, you know, kind of, uh, convincing me to retire, um, you know, at 28 years and, uh, silence, email, phone calls, nothing. So by the time I, I did call up and, and talk to them, um, there was a lot, I can hear a lot of hesitance in, in, in their voices. They didn't sound excited about my joining the team. So, you know, I, I wanted to know bluntly, I said, hey, I have a retirement date coming up, uh, you know, what gives? And what they explained to me was that company, after winning this, this was a major win for them, and they had to basically pivot from building bullets to these tactical vehicles and there was a lot of people involved and they gave me the you know the story behind the scenes of hey they now have to uh either retrain all these people to do something else along the line of vehicles or get rid of them and they couldn't really justify bringing on you know another guy uh you know onto the program while releasing all these other folks but bottom line was 
I had nothing to say that they had to hire me, it, but mm. I could not pull back my retirement. So, you know, there I was, you know, uh, hey, I'm, I've got a retirement date, but now I had no job after retirement, no job prospect, because all that work and thought I put into it, you know, I just put all that aside and went with, uh, you know, GDIT, OTS. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work on, you know, the, these ground mobility vehicles. Um, well, uh, I had to fall back on my, my TAPS training and, and go back to basic networking, face-to-face -face networking, and just talking to people about what's out there. And there are plenty of, uh, you know, uh, uh, companies recruiting military talent, uh, you know, for because of everything you bring to the table, all the experience, knowledge, skill, and ability that you you bring as a military service member, especially you know in years of special operations, uh, a lot of companies that that they were out there uh, that wanted me, and that uh, networked with the uh, program manager for uh, Northrop Grumman, who, who said, "Hey, absolutely," you know. It, I remember the interview for that one. Uh, it was almost as if I was interviewing him. He wanted you know me to join the team, so. So bad, I didn't really, you know, I did all the things I was supposed to do. I wore, wore a suit to the interview and, uh, and, and you know, sat there waiting to, uh, 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 you know, get the tough questions. But it was, all, he was selling me on joining his organization, which is great. I, you know, yeah. so I enjoyed that, that transition and didn't take anything for granted just because I knew the program manager. And uh, we were, uh, I could, we were consider each other friends, but really he was a mentor uh, of mine when I was in uniform. I, when he was in uniform, he was a colonel and I was a major at the time. So I, I saw him as a mentor. So uh, that was my you know, uh, first real transition in that, or uh, uh, the fact that I had to uh, fall back on what I, my, my, my uh, training in, in, in uh, the uh, transition assistance program taught me about networking. And, you know, after networking and, and, and figuring out you know, that face-to-face, -face, my face-to-face -face contacts and drawing my circles of who I knew and what they did. And, and you figure out, okay, here's a person to talk to. Um, that's how I, I finally landed, you know, my, my first job out of uniform. Now, have I thought about it, uh, you know, over again? Uh, yes, I would have done plenty of things differently. Uh, and, you know, I would have probably relaxed a little bit, uh, you know, taking a different different route. But that was, it's a, it was a high stress time as all of us, uh, that are making that transition, see it, uh, you know, and you really don't relax until you, uh, you know, fully transition. Well, I appreciate what you're saying. There's a lot of things that you're, that you're hitting on. One is, you know, the whole, that there's no one way to do this. It's, no. it's everybody's got their own uh, path that they need to discover. And you're going to make some mistakes along the way and make some naive decisions sometimes where uh, uh, you, you might have made a different decision had you been thinking about it a little. and that's but that's okay that's that's it's okay to doesn't mean you're a bad person or whatever it just's like uh you mentioned four block uh i'm i'm is there something that we can uh include in this podcast a link to that or some place where we can get more information uh, for yeah i i you don't, don't need to give have, it to me now it, but but just yeah, if, yeah. if we can try to do that absolutely yeah, that. yeah. Okay. they 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 work with uh service members they have a uh, 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 cohort cohort class starting every six months, and uh, they work with uh, veterans for veterans, uh, um, you know, week to week by going. Uh, the thing I like about Four Block is uh, each one of their weekly sessions, they do it at a a uh, a, a company. They may go to Amazon one week, uh, and and you know, Amazon 
we'll do a, a uh, kind of a presentation of what uh, what Amazon uh, uh, is all about and the jobs they have and you know how they recruit veterans, etc. So um, Ernst and Young, they we sat there and I knew nothing about the company, you know, when when we were there, but they come and give you a, a pitch and talk about them. So uh, Four Block does an excellent uh, job, and they marry you up with a uh, coach or a mentor, and that mentor is a veteran, um, and and uh, it, you know, so they've gone through everything, and they uh, can talk them through the transition process and. Uh, with the idea that you stay connected after uh, after the course and uh, you know and help them through their process and you get to listen uh, listen to whatever their their anxieties or fears are so that that's a good program but I've enjoyed it uh, you know being on on kind of the, the mentor side and coach and mentor and uh, uh, I've done it twice now and I, I enjoy four block good. Well, we definitely encourage our listeners to check that out. And like I say, we'll put some uh, a link. Or, well, listen, is there any other key points that you want to cover? Any any kind of uh, uh, final, okay, don't forget to do this or recommendations that you've got for our listeners? Yeah, well, there there's tons of, uh, you know, great, thing, great things and ideas. But, you know, I uh, look at, uh, you know, the, the simple thing that helped me out, it, it was that, uh, you know, preparation through that transition assistance program at your uh, at your duty stations. You know, each service has theirs. Army, Air Force, uh, uh, the Navy, and, and the Marine Corps have their 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 programs. But it helps uh, talk everyone through their transferable skills, and that's that's the piece that uh, uh, that you know I had to realize is you know my my background uh, in uniform was special forces, so. You know, uh, if I do a direct link to, uh, you know, civilian, uh, uh, any type of civilian company, where there is no direct link of special forces or Green Beret to, you know, civilian mm -hmm. li uh, uh, life. But uh, I realized there, I realized really my transferable skills is leadership. Right. I've led people, uh, you know, I, I call myself by, by nature as an introvert, uh, but um, because of the nature of the positions I've been put in was forced to be an introvert, and in, in, um, uh, because you know my first duty duty station, um, my first job uh, while in uniform was a platoon leader, infantry platoon leader. So you know, as a 23 or 24 year old, you're you know you're uh, the leading uh, these young young men in an infantry platoon who had more experience, more knowledge about the infantry, and and and, and uh, tested more in you uh, more than you, but. Right away, I had to learn how to lead uh, lead people. Mm -hmm. um, so after having a, a, an entire career of uh, uh, you know leading people, both small and, and larger organizations, uh, that was my best transferable skill to the to the uh, civilian workforce. You just have to understand what's the new organization's mission statement and type of people, and you know the focus of that organization, and then lead them to success of that 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 mission so uh those transferable skills uh uh there are vast and many uh, because you know not everyone's a you know special forces green beret some of them, some of these skills out there are more specific uh, you know, with either communications or, or ordinance or or uh, hr administration etc sure. uh, but you have to figure out what those transferable skills are and use them uh targeted towards what you want to do after after uniform so uh that's a uh, you know I, I will give a a uh, a parting helpful tip to to everyone, uh, but you know certainly uh, you know your TAPS program 
can help you, uh, you know, identify those multiple things that you have to do. Uh, you know, now being on the, kind of on the uh, the, the uh, uh, corporate side of all that, uh, you know, I see it do, done many ways, and some are very good at it, and some are aren't good at, you know, uh, in their own transition process. And you know, I see now that uh, you know it, there is a opportunity to mentor people when they aren't, they haven't quite perfected, you know, that skill of their, their transition and, you know, talk to folks. Um, uh, hopefully I, I can uh, uh, pause and, and take time to do it correctly and help people out. Okay. Well, thank you. That's, you've shared some uh, great insight about what you went through, but also uh, some pretty basic uh, things to, to consider in terms of Find what your niche is, what's your skill. And it's not going to be doing the same kind of thing that you did necessarily. But then there's other things like the leadership or problem solving or communication, whatever those are, how you transfer those into the civilian world. And it's up to the individual to do that. But there's resources out there. Absolutely. Thanks again for taking the time. Um, Appreciate you uh, spending the afternoon or a little bit of the afternoon with us. And again, we'll we'll put put, um, the four block um, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you're willing to put your email, uh, give me your email, uh, we or a way to contact you, then we can put that out there too. But we'll talk about it. Yes, sir. A- absolutely. Okay. Well, thanks again, uh, Colonel. It was nice meeting you and I appreciate you taking the time and uh, be safe and hope you have a, have a nice uh, rest of the day and the weekend coming up. All right. You too, Mike. Thank you. Take, take care. Bye.